Cody alcoholic. Sorry, I'm just putting my timer on. Hi guys. Um, thank you, Tom. Um, he's not here tonight. He's the one who asked me to, to speak. Um, so if someone sees him, please tell him thanks. Um, I have a sobriety day, which is May 18th, 2015. Um, so I just celebrated seven years. So, so forever, great, forever grateful for that. Uh, I'm not a public speaker. So if you guys were expecting a really good speaker tonight, um, you might not get one. Um, but I'm gonna tell you guys um, a little bit of what it was, uh, what I was like, what happened, and um, what I'm like today, uh, today in um, my best general way. Um, so I grew up in, in in Fullerton. That's where I was born. And from there, I um, I moved over to Tustin um, when I was five years old. Both of my parents, uh, they're alcoholics. They're in the program. And um, so I was doomed from the start. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I... Growing up, like, um, you know, they were taking potlucks, banquets, um, stuff like that. And, um, you know, I thought it was cool. There was free food. You guys were always, you guys were always really nice. Um, but I never, I never wanted to be like you guys. Um, this is definitely never where I wanted to end up. Um, but obviously, I'm standing here tonight talking to you guys. But, um, yeah, so growing up, I love playing sports. Uh, that was always something that just kept me busy. Um, so I always enjoyed playing sports, played a lot of, like, uh, played, I can't even think right now. Sorry, guys. But um, <laughs> I'll, I'll calm down in a second. But um, I played a lot of, like, uh, basketball, football, like, baseball was one of my favorite sports to play growing up. And um, I, play, I played a little bit of everything, but uh, it always kept me busy. And... Um, so it wasn't until probably I had my first drink uh, sophomore year in high school. I remember it was uh, my friend invited me to a party at her house and it was a kegger party and um, it was great. Um, I remember just going up to the keg and just, just kept filling up my cup. And that night I remember I got pretty drunk and um, I remember going, to, I remember waking up the next morning, didn't have a, like a big hangover or anything like that. But uh, I remember it, I just, I really loved what I, the effect of what the alcohol did to me the night before. And I couldn't wait to do it again. Uh, so, you know, from then on, I didn't become like a, like a crazy alcoholic or anything like that. Um, it just, um, but it did, it, it did, it did like set, like a, set, set something up for me. And from then I became like a weekend warrior, they call. And uh, so that was, that was great. And uh, I was, I made the, I made the baseball team that year and um, I was super stoked. And then I uh, ended up getting kicked off the team uh, that year because of, because of my grades. Um, so when that happened, I was like, all right, party on, let's don't need to worry about this anymore. So I just, I just started uh, partying a lot more and drinking and smoking a lot of weed. Um, it was great. I loved it. Um, from then on, I, um, you know, it just, it just progressed. It just, um, became more of like an everyday thing. And, um, I, I love the effect of what alcohol does because it makes me like, forget about everything that's going on and just everything is just everything is fine. And, and uh, so that's, that's what I use just to, just to get away from, just to get, just to get away from everything a lot. I'm a blackout drinker. Uh, so I, I don't remember a lot of, a lot would happen. Um, I would pass out a lot. And uh, later on I would find cocaine and I would stay awake before every, stay, stay awake a lot later than everyone else. And um, you know, when I, so when I was, when I was growing up, I, uh, 
my mom, she, she, uh, she got cancer and I didn't know how to deal with that at the time. Um, so the only way I knew how to deal with that was by drinking and using, because I didn't want to feel like what I, the pain, like that was, was going on in my life at the time. And I just, I just, that's the only way I knew how to just be okay was to drink and use. So that, that's, that's what I ended up doing. I, um, and I, you know, I'm happy to say to this day, you know, my mom, she's cancer free. Um, but you know, and I've made amends to her today. So, you know, we're all good, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's, that, that's what, that's what, that's, that's what alcohol like that does for me, does for me. You know, I'm, it, it enables me to escape from, from reality and just, um, not, 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 um, just forget what's going on in, in reality, you know, drinking, uh, so drinking was just always for me, like more important than anything else in my life. So, you know, I'll give you an example. Like, you know, one weekend, my friend, um, he was having a party at his house and um, I couldn't wait to go to that party. Uh, my dad, that same weekend, had invited me to go with him to uh, visit our parent, uh, my grandparents up, up north in Modesto. And I told my dad, I was like, I can't go. Um, there's a party that weekend. My friend's at my friend's house saying, oh, I, I need to go. Um, so I mean, that, that, and that, so that's what I did. I went, I went to that party at my friend's house uh, instead. And I remember that it was, it was a great night. Uh, me and my friend, we were the beer pong champs and um, it was, it was great. We had a great night and we were doing a little bit of Xanax too. Um, someone told me that we could talk about drugs pretty openly here. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, All right. So yeah, it was great. And, uh, and then I, my, my friend whose house it was at the party, he came up to us and he's like, uh, everyone's gotta go. And I was like, what do you mean? Um, he said, everyone's gotta go. So uh, we ended up having to leave. And I remember these, these beautiful girls came up to me and they said, um, hey, do you wanna go to Taco Bell? <laughs> and I said, yeah, I, 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 I love to go to Taco Bell. Um, and um, I, was, I was in no condition to drive that night whatsoever. Um, but these two beautiful girls wanted to meet at Taco Bell with me and my friend. Um, so I was determined to get, I was determined to get there. Um, you know, it was right down the street and I knew, I knew the way very well. Um, but I was, I was not in any condition to drive that night. And, um, I ended up taking a detour for some reason, um, that night. And, um, I hit, I hit, I hit a stop. I went over a stop sign, went up a tree, went up a curb, hit a tree, flipped, and then knocked over a stop sign and we slid across the, uh, the pavement in front of uh, Chick Sporting Goods in Tustin, which is now called Dick Sporting Goods. So weird. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, um, so that, that and I remember, I remember that night, uh, me and my friend, we crawled out of the vehicle and um, I was really intoxicated. So I was really happy. Uh, I had glass in my head, uh, a lot of blood come, uh, just everywhere. And uh, my friend, I remember my friend got out and I was like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm okay, but I'm going to dip. Um, so he, he proceeded to, uh, to take off to the park nearby, uh, cause he was under 18 at the time. Um, so he, he needed to get out of there. Um, but I knew I was in no condition and I needed to stay with my car and I needed to get help for my head. Um, so I waited for the, for the cops to come. They took me in the ambulance and, uh, they took, they proceeded to take me to, uh, the, um, the hospital. Uh, when I was in the hospital, um, they, um, they, I got an assault charge. I got, I ended up getting a, another assault charge on a nurse. Um, if there's any nurses in here, it's not what it seems. Um, and um, I remember after that, they had cuffed me to my bed. 
Um, and at that point, I had both handcuffs at the bed and I couldn't move. And um, so I proceeded to go to sleep. Um, so I remember waking up the next morning and um, there was an officer there and he said, you better eat what they're about to give you because where you're going, um, you know, you're not going to get a good meal. So I, uh, I ate the food at the hospital. And um, from there, they, they transported me to Orange, Orange County Jail. And uh, I'm not a jail person. Um, but I, um, I had quite an experience there. Um, I, I will say, um, you know, I'm not a jail person, but that is that that was something that became a pattern for me it was not the first time I went to jail. Um, you know, so after that happened, I got my DUI. Um, I, you know, I got they, they gave me like this court card and they assigned me to Caltrans and others against drug driving, you know, all the DUI stuff you get when you get a DUI. Um, and so I was like determined, like, okay, so I need to get my court card signed. So I, um, I then proceeded to, uh, to go to meetings. I knew where to go because my parents were alcoholics in the program. So I started going to these meetings and, and whatnot and getting the court card signed. And, uh, and I wasn't really going like to, to like to stay sober. I was just kind of going, I thought you came to AA to get cured. And then like, once you were cured, you just like, you go back out and you drink like a regular person. Um, now I know that's not the case. But um, so that's what I, that's what I did. I, well, that's what I tried to do. And um, I, I would always most most time I would ever get was 30, 60, 90 days was the most I could ever um, come up with. And um, I remember um, I this was the one this last time I was I was sober before I got really sober. Um, the this person that I knew, a friend of mine, they were they said they invited me to this place called um, it was a young people's conference in San Francisco called Acupaw. And um, I, uh, I was like, what's that? And uh, they're like, oh, it's a really cool conference. You should come. It's a lot of fun. I was like, oh, well, I got to see it. You know, I have Caltrans, so I got to see if I can get an extension on my Caltrans. And uh, I was able to get an extension on my Caltrans, and I uh, went up to this conference. And uh, on, I, I, I got to say, it was a blast. Um, that was my first, like, introduction to, like, you can have fun in sobriety. Because uh, up until then, like, I didn't think you could have fun in sobriety. I thought sobriety was lame. Um, and you guys were not cool at all. Um, and when I went there, we went to this meeting and it was a huge meeting and they had like a banner. Everyone had banners from like different like cities and places they were from. And they were playing loud music before the mute for the meeting. It's a young people's conference. So they don't do that at like the regular conferences, but, um, and uh, it was really cool. I was like, wow, this is awesome. And then afterwards they had a, they had a dance and, after that, you know, everyone was smoking cigarettes, drinking energy drinks, staying up late. And uh, I was like, wow, this is great. I love it. Um, you know, I wish I could tell you uh, after that experience, I, I, was, I stayed sober. Uh, I did not. But it planted the seed like in my head that you could actually have fun in sobriety. And um, but, you know, after that, I proceeded to go out and, and still do my thing. And I ended up getting a job um, uh, with my dad in Lakewood and so I ended up moving with my dad for a little bit and, and I got a job at, at his work and, and working in the warehouse. And it was great. It was like a restoration company. So I like clean, clean equipment and stuff like that. And I was like taking the, I wake up early because I don't have a car. So I take the bus, ride my skateboard to get to work. And I found, I, um, but I was kind of getting bored around there because I didn't have like any friends, didn't know what to do. And um, I was like, I had just turned 21 too. So I was like, I need to like figure out like what do people do around here? And so I talked to a couple people at my work, some of the workers, and they said they go to the sports bar um, a couple of days a week. Uh, that's like 
walking distance from from work they're like you should come with us sometime sometime after work and I was like yeah I'd love to that sounds great so I ended up doing that I found out very quickly this was not a sports bar uh, this was a strip club um, but they had um, very cheap drinks there uh, three dollar imports and um, no, yeah three dollar imports and like four dollar mixed drinks um, and they, they did have sports on they had TVs there was sports um, but there was also some live entertainment as well um, so I was like, this is great. Um, I've been missing out. So I started going when they weren't, when, when they didn't go, I would, I'd go all the time. Um, people knew my name there. Every time I came, I did have a name badge on my uniform, but I thought they knew me. Um, so I just, I, I, I would get really drunk there and just I ended up just hanging out with crowds that I normally wouldn't hang out with. Um, I think I'm like, I feel like I'm like a chameleon, like I'm able to fit in with like every kinds of every kind of people um, and adapt. And uh, that's usually what I would do. And uh, so I was hanging out and I was probably the only white guy there. Um, but it's okay. I didn't care. There's alcohol and drugs and, and that's all I wanted. And uh, so I would started doing a lot of cocaine there at the club. And um, that's where I met um, my first girlfriend as well um she was a she was a stripper um yeah um that was um short-lived um but it was uh it was fun she ended up she ended up joining the army getting married and having a kid um i think she's stripping now again though um but um yeah it was it was a it was a fun time in my my in my uh, my drinking days and um you know after that i just i was it just it just got really bad like really fast after that because um I would use all my money at the strip club and not have enough money to, uh, to take the, for a taxi to get home at night. And it was just really bad. Um, I, remember, I remember one night I didn't have enough money. I spent all my money on alcohol and other things um, there. And um, I didn't have enough money for the, for the taxi home, but I remember the, uh, my work was pretty close by and I could probably just go there and sleep on the futon in one of my manager's offices and just wake up before everyone gets there in the morning. Um, so that's what I did. Um, and on the way there, I got picked up by the cops. Um, and I told them, I was just going to my work really quick. I need to grab something and then I'm going to get picked up there. And uh, they're like, okay, well, yeah, you shouldn't be really walking around here this late at night. I'm like, oh, okay, sir. So they gave me right over to my work. And I had my badge got in. I proceeded to go to the fridge because I knew there was a lot of food in there. Um, I was really hungry. Um, so, and then I remember uh, passing out on the futon and um, waking up before they came. And, you know, I did that, I did that not just once, like, a, you know, more than a few times. And it, um, it seemed to work for a little bit. Uh, and then until I, one day I got fired um, <laughs> because um, they said that I was, um, you know, not, not a good worker and I was always on my phone. Uh, they didn't tell me though about the sleeping part, so I don't know. But so I, um, I remember I left there and um, I was on unemployment for a while, and you know I was using the unemployment still to go back to the club. Um, but um, you know that that club, it's it didn't really. Last. It was called the Fantasy Castle. I don't know if anyone's ever been there. It's in Long Beach, but um, it's it's burned down now. Um, there was a lot of shootings and crazy stuff that happened there. But um, yes, good good times. So yeah, after that, you know, I, I would always have these crazy jobs. You know, I loved, I loved music. So I got into the music industry. I got this job being a promoter 
and then um, quickly from there, I, I, I became a artist relations and I was I was became a driver. So I was picking up all the artists in the airport, uh, taking them, taking them to the show and then taking them back to the hotel and going to the after parties. And for me, I thought I landed my dream job. I was like, this is amazing um, because um, I got to party with them and, you know, whatever they couldn't finish, they would give me um, give, give, give to me because they couldn't bring it on the airplane. And um, I was like, this is great. Free alcohol and free drugs. Nice. Um, and uh, that was, it was really fun, actually. I, I love, I love that job, but um, for an alcoholic like me, um, you know, those type of jobs don't last. Um, and what happened was um, I started doing a lot of cocaine and drinking a lot. And I would, I would miss, so I would miss some of the pickups to pick up the artists in the morning. And it just, it just became really bad and unhealthy. I was becoming really unhealthy and uh, my life was just going nowhere quickly. I remember, um, and then after that, they uh, one day I got pulled into the office and they're like, you know, we're gonna have to let you go. Now, this wasn't the first time an employer told me that. Um, and they said, uh, cause you're a liability to the, to our company. And I said, what do you, like, what do you mean? Um, but you know, now I understand because I was, I was definitely was not in my right mind or even healthy for, for a job. Um, so I, I was, um, after that job, I, I started to think a lot about my life and where it was going and just how unhealthy I was. And so I decided to, um, I wanted to get sober, but you know, it, it took like, cause like it was one night I, one night I remember I was at home and my heart was beating like really fast. And I thought I was having a heart attack. Um, so this is kind of funny, but I had my mom uh, take me to the hospital cause I told her I was dying. And, um, I, um, because my heart was beating so fast and when I went there they told me I was just having a panic attack so I was like oh wow um but so I went there and you know, I, you know when that happened though like I was really like willing to do whatever it took to, to stay sober and I wanted I was willing to do whatever it took um yeah just to to stay sober and do the right do the right things so after, you know from then on I um I can I wanted to uh, be sober so I went to remember I went to a meeting I uh, started started going to uh, to Bellflower uh, which is my home group today um, on Monday nights. If you're ever uh, in the area, come come stop by. It's a really good meeting. But um, I started going to Bellflower Big Book, and um, it was what it, I remember. I got I, when I got a sponsor. He told me, um, he said, uh, you know, get a commitment at all your meetings, and that's and that's what I that was the first thing he told me to do. So I uh, I started getting a commitment on my meetings. I was you know picking up the chairs, uh, helping clean up after the meeting. I was, uh, you know, picking up cigarette butts, uh, you know, serving your coffee. I was willing to do whatever it took to stay sober, basically. And, um, you know, for me, like having commitment was re really important in my sobriety because it kept me accountable. Accountable. And um, it was a great way to actually to, to meet people, and just to, you know, I remember doing my co coffee commitment at Legacies, and um, I met so many people just by just by doing that commitment, and it was really it was a really good um, really good deal. Um, you know, you know, so that was, that was really good. That was really good for my sobriety. Um, you know, I uh, ended up, um, so that was my first year of sobriety and I was going to Bellflower. And uh, after that, I, um, my sponsor, he was, he moved back to like um, the East coast. So I ended up um, getting a new sponsor. Um, and I, both my parents went to Bellflower um, and I knew, and that's like where I grew up as a kid, um, like going to the meetings and stuff like that. So uh, I decided I wanted to do my own thing in sobriety. 
So I started going to other meetings or around here and stuff like that because um, I just wanted to do my own thing. And um, that's worked really, it worked really well. And um, um, this, just this past year, like probably like five months ago, I actually started going back to Bellflower just because um, I, I really like that meeting. And it's, it's got the kind of structure that I, that I just, that I need in my sobriety. And um, I don't know, Al Alcoholics Anonymous is, is, is just really like changed my life for the better. Like today I have a job um, that I'm like, like they, they count on me for and like they like they know I'm going to show up on time. Um, like they're not like they're not worried like the, I don't know, it's just it's so different when you're sober. Um, it's 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 a blessing. I'm really grateful for my job today. Uh, they can you know that they can count on me. And um, it's really hot in here, guys. Um, but, um, you know, like there, sobriety has brought me so many blessings today. Like, um, so like, you know, one, one, one example is, um, I was, um, that party that I went to, cause I didn't want to go to see my grandparents, uh, up in Modesto, uh, about three years ago, my grandpa, he, um, had a heart attack. And, um, so he was in the hospital and, um, I was able to go up, I was able to go up to Modesto with my, my family and um and be there to support him like as you as you passed away and um you know i could have missed that um it, it was it's a, really a blessing that i was able to be up there with my family and you know just to support support them and um so that that's you know a really cool really cool gift i'm really grateful for um you know when i when i got sober as well like i i thought that um i guess i love going to music festivals and raves um but i didn't think when i got sober um, I didn't think when I got sober that you could act, you could actually go to those kind of things like there's like no way and then I found this like group of people um, that were sober and like going to these festivals and like they had like a booth there like providing like sober uh, meetings um, they don't they didn't affiliate themselves with any like 12-step program but they were all sober and just uh, providing a safe place for people at the festivals and um, so once I found them it was just like it was amazing because you know we we're, we're at these like festival with like 40,000 people and we're having a meeting um, with sober people and I don't know it's just crazy it makes all the difference when you go with people that are sober to like one of those large events so that's just like another like really cool thing um and recently I just um it's another like gift spread like so you know I love playing baseball when I was younger something I never thought I'd get the chance like to do again but I uh just last week I, I joined a co-ed softball team with Josh <laughs> um and um it's, it's like super cool like we're all we're all sober on the team and like it's just like a good fun time like um something like i don't know just it, it's it's really cool that i'm able to do that today um in my sobriety um something i you know didn't think i'd be able to do again um so it's it's really a blessing and um i don't know like just the gifts like today is like that i get um are really are really great like i have awesome friends that came to support me tonight um which before like my friends wouldn't show up like for things like this for me um so it's it's my life is totally like turned around like 360 um happy birthday kylie i love you um and uh thank you shane for coming out with me tonight um and um i, I i'm really sorry if um what i said tonight was didn't make any sense or anything like that i hope um you guys, hope you guys got something out of what i said and um I'm probably going to end a little early tonight. I'm sure you guys won't mind about that. Everyone loves to get home early. 
Um, but I will just end with this. Um, bless you. Um, my, my life today is not perfect or anything like that, but it's so much better sober today. And if you're, if you're new, like, just give this a shot. Like it, your life will, will get so much better. Maybe not right away. It's, it's really painful in the beginning. I'm not going to lie, but, um, it gets a lot better. It really does. Uh, there's so many blessings you will get and receive in this program. Um, so I want to thank you all for listening to me tonight and, um, I think that's it.